folks i'm sorry to give you some bad news uh to start off the stream tonight but it is just me here tonight for those that have been following along know uh the fourth grandchild was not born yet uh that child is like her grandmother and being extremely hard-headed and uh not wanting to come out yet even though her due date is uh, a couple days away I, i'm not even certain because i think it's changed before but uh no baby yet lisa is just not feeling well and hasn't been feeling well for a few days and uh so she's going to be in the chat so that she can't spread her germs around to all of us folks we've got so much to talk about i love the idea of today's topic and the whole goal behind today's topic is going to be for you to change my mind about big box pet stores being great for this hobby one of my dearest friends uh mark kornberg from aquariums unlimited him and i have talked about this he has the finest pet store on the planet uh aquarium store fish store but also now reptile store all he's got to do is bring in a couple dogs and cats and it'll be a full line pet store well he's got dogs running around but they're not for sale uh, him and I had to talk about this and surprisingly uh, he was not as opposed to me saying that big box pet stores are good for the hobby as you might think the owner of a high-end fish store the finest fish store I've ever seen you would expect him to be like they're the enemy they're the devil and he wasn't he doesn't love them but he's not as against uh big box pet stores as you might think so but i'm gonna get into why i believe they're good for the hobby uh briefly because i've talked about it many times and then it's going to be up to you to convince me that i'm wrong i'm not asking everybody to act like you don't like them if you're with me on this cool that's fine if you disagree with me on this that's fine too see we live in a world where you're not allowed to to disagree with people, but not in my world. Tonight, we can disagree with each other and we can still be friends. I know that's a weird concept to hear in 2023, but it is true. I wanna update you on a couple of quick things here. And then I got a couple of super chats to get to. I wanna, I don't wanna let those get backed up. And, uh, and then it gives you time to put in your reasoning for uh, why you believe they are not great for the hobby. Uh, I am going to be talking primarily about Petco and PetSmart because that's what we have on the East Coast. I know there's others uh, out there. I think All Pets is a big chain. Uh, I don't know. Whatever the chains are, you know what I'm talking about when I say big box pet stores. These would be the ones that would be compared to like a Walmart or a Target. You know, the the massive chains that are all over the country that buy in such bulk that uh, they basically control the industry. Those are the ones I'm talking about. But a couple of quick things to update you on, both of which I am extremely excited about. Uh, talked about the shirts last week. Um, I, I've had an interesting <laughs> adventure. I was like Frodo and Samwise. I, I was on an adventure for days trying to get shirts. Uh, I like to deal with local companies, preferably small businesses. 
I like to do that with everything I do if I can. And uh, there's a quite literally a side of the road little building that is a uh, screen printer and sign maker uh, in town where I live uh, about five minutes from my house. And I went over there twice and didn't get an answer. The, the building was locked up. I understand week of Christmas and all that. That's fine. I get it. But I went there last week, I think on Thursday. And then I went again this Tuesday, nowhere, no one's there. Lisa called cause I don't like talking on the phone. Lisa called them. And you know how you can be in the same room with somebody when they're talking on their phone and you can hear the person on the other end. I didn't like the way the lady sounded. If I'm being real with you, she just sounded like a lady I wouldn't enjoy talking to. So, meaning she sounded grumpy and grouchy and unhappy. I don't want to deal with that. But even after that, I went back there, uh, knocked on the door for the second time. No answer. I said, okay, that's it. I'm done with these people. If they're going to be this difficult to get a hold of, how are they going to get me shirts in a reasonable time? So I went to another one. This one's about 20 minutes from our house. Still not bad. Still a mom and pop operation. Walked in the door and it was like, Aragorn, the king has walked in. Like, it was like, oh my God, we are so glad to see you. Wow, how can we help you? Instantly, I was hooked on these people. Uh, the people are just as important to me as the product. And uh, these people were amazing. Family operation, uh, small operation. And, and it's absolutely perfect for what I want to do because I'm not buying 5,000 shirts at a time. I'm going to buy as many as I can. And then when I need to restock, I will. The other place that we were dealing with up in Virginia, you had to order, we had to order like 300 shirts at a time. We're a small business operating out of a barn in our backyard, selling merch with our name on it. It's not like these are things that sell hundreds a day. So buying 300 shirts is a huge expense considering we're going to sit on a lot of those shirts for probably a year. This place the guy was like, you want to call me up on a Tuesday and say, I need three mediums, two extra larges and a five X. I'll have them for you by Friday. I was like, I think I like this place. So they have been ordered. Uh, we, or we, I did order about 300 of them for that initial stock. I showed you the de designs last week. I'm not going to put them up again or anything like that. You'll just have to wait to see if you weren't here with us last week, but we're getting an Oscar shirt done and a beta shirt done. Um, the debate that we had last week was small fish on the front chest and then the big one on the back or just the big one on the front. Uh, I elected to go with the small one on the front and the big one on the back. So that's what you can expect coming. It is a really cool design. Both of them are really cool designs. I'm very proud of them because I did them and uh, <clears throat> they're going to be coming very soon. I don't think I will have them by next week. It sure would be nice if I'm wearing one when this and, and Lisa's wearing one when the stream starts, then we got them that fast. But I, I don't think with Christmas and everything, I don't, I don't think we're going to have them that fast. Maybe the following week, very possible. The other exciting news, we have a large shipment coming to us again. Never thought I was going to be able to do this again. And there's a lot of reasons why. Uh, we're getting the Hyger LED lights again. 
and I'm thrilled about this. Um, the reason why I haven't carried them since we got, we, we, we had them for a couple of years and then I haven't picked them back up again, mainly because I didn't like the way they were treating me. If I'm being honest with you again, like I said, I like the people, the people are just as important to me as the product. And I kind of thought I'm not a diva, but I kind of felt like I was not being treated the way somebody who's spending tens of thousands of dollars should be treated. However, worked all that stuff out. And Higert has a warehouse in the United States now, finally. And so they're able to ship me lights. I can get them a lot faster. Uh, and sponge filters too. Um, I don't have to order them direct from China and just kind of wait for three months for them to show up. Uh, I can order them, have them within a week or two. That's a beautiful thing. So we've got a, a nice big shipment of those coming in, all of the different size uh, lights, the, the programmable ones. I did a video about them. Um, they're coming back. I'm excited about that. So that's the two things that are coming up um, with, with the website. And of course, the promo codes I know it's a couple days before Christmas and everybody's broke, including us, but, uh, you know, the, the promo codes from the last three weeks videos are still active. If you're looking to save a little bit of money, save you 10% by putting any of those in, uh, bulletproof Oscar. And I don't remember the other one. <laughs> what was the other one? Uh, I don't, who, who cares? It doesn't matter. Snail. I think it was snail was the other one. Um, we've been doing them every week, so. Uh, those are still active and I don't know, I didn't say anything in the video about turning those off. So I don't know if they're ever not going to be available. Uh, so let me do this real quick. Melissa Jeswald, the one I was talking about earlier, a member for 51 months said, John, today I was in traffic behind a bright red pickup with a Superman S symbol across the rear window and thought of you, Mary, uh, Mary, Mary. To you and Lisa, uh, uh, Mary, Mary to you too. <laughs> That's awesome. I have thought about doing that because I've seen those, the emblem that goes across the rear window, but I've always been afraid somebody would be like, is that Shaquille O'Neal? Because that's kind of Shaquille O'Neal's thing. But uh, but no, I've seen those and I've liked those. And uh, I would be satisfied having one of those on my uh, on the back of my truck. Finn Sanity with the $20 super chat said, Merry Christmas, John and Lisa and crew. There's no crew. It's just her and I, but thank you, Joe. You know that because you communicate with us all the time. It's just me and Lisa, uh, but thank you. Maybe the crew is all the kids and there's a lot of them and about to be one more. So thank you all so much for that. Now, doing all the talking, I don't get any drink breaks. Thursday nights are cheat nights. Get off my back. This is regular Coke and that's fine. It's just Thursday nights. So the idea behind tonight's episode is what I said earlier. It is your job to convince me that I'm wrong. I can be convinced that I'm wrong about big box pet stores. But why do I think they're good for the hobby? because they don't do everything perfectly. We all know that. Um, they, they can send people down the wrong path. However, even though I've had people that have 
approached me in person at these events that we go to. And they've said to me, I never had an aquarium before, but for some reason, YouTube recommended one of your videos to me. I watched it and now I'm a fish keeper. I have 11 tanks now. That happened to me uh, almost 10 years ago now with vaping. The whole thing that got me away from chewing tobacco, which I then went back to and have now quit again. But uh, I was not interested in vaping. I had no, no desire to do it or anything. But randomly, out of nowhere, I was recommended a video by a channel called Rip Trippers. And I watched that video about vaping and, and it sparked my interest. And I, uh, like two days later, I bought a vape and I threw away my dip and I didn't dip for like two years. And then like an idiot, I picked it back up again. Hardest habit ever to quit. Um, but I'm saying that's happened to me before where there's something completely random that pops up onto my YouTube and I watch it and all of a sudden, I become infatuated with that thing. So I can understand how that happens, but that is rare. If it were not for big box pet stores, um, I think our hobby would be less. I think our hobby would have less new people coming into it. You see, there's a big problem, a massive problem in our hobby. And it's been this problem for as long as people have been keeping glass boxes full of water. And that is, a constant flow of people in and people out. And I believe, I don't know this as fact, but I believe just based on talking to people and, and my own experiences in this hobby, I believe that the majority of fish keepers that we get into this hobby come from big box pet stores. They're there looking at ferrets or they're looking at you know, buying mice for their snakes or whatever it is they're doing, buying dog food, a cat treat, whatever, and they see that fish. Y'all know as well as I do, it's usually a fish that brings you into this hobby, not an aquarium itself. Maybe if you see a fancy Jeff, Jeff Miyake aquascape, you're like, wow, that's beautiful. Maybe that brings you into it, but you're not going to see that at a big box pet store. It's going to be a fish. For me, it was arowanas and Oscars. For you, it could be whatever it is that it is for you. But you had to be somewhere to see that. And yes, it can happen if you're at a friend's house and your friend has an aquarium. You say, wow, that's cool. Sure, that happens a lot. But um, I think uh, so much of that happens at big box pet stores. People are in there for no reason to do with fish whatsoever, but then they end up wanting one afterwards. Now, where big box pet stores can be a problem is the people that do what I, I just, I beg people not to do, which is you're walking through that pet store with your 40 pound bag of science diet food and you see uh, whatever, chili resbora. Now you wouldn't see them from far away, but whatever it is, it doesn't matter. You see some fish that catches your eye. Maybe it's a beta, maybe it's a goldfish, whatever. And you go over to that and you say, oh, I'm taking this home with me now. People do it every single day. We're not gonna stop them from doing it and it's not like there's rules against it. People are gonna buy an aquarium, they're gonna buy the fish, they're gonna buy everything in one shot and all of a sudden, a, a random trip to buy dog food at the pet store 
uh, has had them become fish keepers. These are a lot of times probably the people that don't last long in the hobby. They buy it on impulse. They don't know anything about it. They realize it's a lot of work. The fish keep dying. The water's gray. This is a pain in the ass and they bail. That happens. It happens too much. It happens to people who study this hobby for a year before buying this first, their first aquarium. It certainly happens to people that buy them on impulse. Um, and that's because the pet store didn't do a good job keeping them in. But what I think the normal trajectory of a fish keeper is, uh, the majority of fish keepers, is they have <coughs> excuse me, that random encounter with fish, whether it's buying dog food, whatever, it doesn't matter. And they end up picking up an aquarium and a, and a fish and a filter and maybe a complete kit they buy, whatever, starter kit. And they they take it home, they set it up. They, they will realize they've made a mistake by doing all that in one day, but they fall in love with this hobby and they end up going to YouTube or they go to whatever. And they learn more about the hobby. Now they're in. Now that person becomes the most valuable thing in our hobby, which is a fish keeper, not somebody that bought a fish on impulse and just has an aquarium in the corner, but now they're a fish keeper. Now that person is going to do a lot of things in our hobby. They're going to engage in social media, which I love when people do that for obvious reasons. They're going to go to their local mom and pop pet stores because they see what they saw at Petco and PetSmart. They've fallen in love with it. They want to see what else is out there. So they go to Aquariums Unlimited and now they become a customer, a frequent customer of Aquariums Unlimited or whatever. Hey, would you blow me's pet store down the road that has aquarium? They become a, a, a consistent customer for that business. They meet the people in there and they become a part of not only having a glass box full of water, but also they become a part of this community. And that's the most valuable fish keeper out there. Why? Because for one, it keeps the industry going. And for two, it keeps the hobby growing. Because I've said it a million times, I believe very strongly that the number is probably over 75% of the people that buy an aquarium and then lose interest after a few months. I don't know that that number is accurate, but I just, that's just what I think. If I'm wrong, fine. But I think the overwhelming majority of people that buy an aquarium leave. There's some manufacturers, I will not name names because I, I'm not that guy, but there are some manufacturers that know that. And so they try to make as much money off of that person because they know that person is a one-time customer. So they put fancy labeling on their box for their aquarium, showing fish in the tank that should not be in the tank, showing fancy decorations and stuff like that. So the people buy all that stuff all at once, make it look very appealing, and uh, they get their money from that person while they are in the hobby. It's certainly nothing wrong. It's not a bad thing. The more people that we can convince to stay in this hobby by educating them and setting them, them down the right path, the more this hobby is going to grow.
we're not going to see new technology and new fancy things and all it's not going to happen if there aren't more people coming into this hobby because if just as many people are leaving as the ones coming in this hobby stays it's a wash and it never grows so the only way we're ever going to see advancement is if new people are coming into this hobby and we as a community are keeping those people in the hobby I know I've said it 3.5 million times, but I'm going to say it again. This is the whole reason why my website is keepfishkeeping.com. I know that's an eye-opening thing if you never realized that. Otherwise, you just thought this was a weird name. Like, what a weird name for a website. No, that's why it is, because it's our mission to keep people in this hobby. We understand the the long-term benefits uh, being in this hobby can can give to somebody whether they're making a living on YouTube with it or uh, none of that matters just the hobby of keeping an aquarium we understand how that impacts a life we know people whose lives have been saved by this hobby so we want to keep as many people in it as possible that's why we call it keep fish keeping but I understand there are negatives to big box big box pet stores I know that not educating the consumer properly allowing them first of all you cannot not allow someone in today's climate somebody goes into the store and says oh I see that that's nice I want to be a part of that I'm gonna buy that aquarium with that fish and these decorations and I'm gonna buy it all right now I'm gonna take advantage of this sale there's no store on this planet that's going to say, no, you're not allowed. There's some that might try to persuade you. Otherwise, hey, let's maybe take a different strategy. And I admire those stores that do that. Uh, you know, let's do this right. That's how we would do it. You know, let's let's do this the right way. Let's uh, let's let's slow down a little bit. We want you to have the best experience possible. So let's do this the right way. A reputable store will do that. A store that is solely focused on making a sale is not going to tell somebody they can't buy an aquarium. Um, and I don't think, I, I think, I don't know this is fact, but I think a um, an entry level PetSmart or Petco or any big box pet store employee that tells a customer no, you shouldn't buy that. You, you, I don't want to sell you that. I, that person would probably be fired, right? Because what, what happens from that? Even though we all know they're really doing the right thing. I mean, I could make the argument that, you know, I could do that. I could go buy an aquarium, buy all the fish, set it up. We've done it hundreds of times, maybe not hundreds, but you know what I'm saying? Uh, I could do that, but I've been doing this m longer than I haven't been doing it. <laughs> I've been alive 49 years and I've been, I've had aquariums for almost 30 of those 49 years. So I could do it, but somebody just walking in the door, they might get lucky and, and they'd be able to do it. Maybe they lose a fish, but everything else works out. Okay. Maybe, but we all know that the odds are it's not going to go well for them. But we all know for a fact it's not going to go well for that employee. No, don't buy that. That's a bad idea. Don't do that. Just just go. Don't buy that. 
that person is going to go and complain to all of the groups and blast on social media and turn on their phone outside of the store and film the store them walking away these people didn't want to sell me this for this reason and that reason and it's going to turn into an s show and nobody's going to be willing to do that uh, a guy that's making 12 dollars an hour if they even pay that i don't know how much they pay it's like i don't get paid enough to deal with that kind of crap so somebody wants to buy it i'm just going to sell it to them because that's my job anyway it is unfortunate that that, that happens but uh it's it's reality so i know that they're not uh they're not the best at that part of it um i'm here to tell you that you know a lot of mom and pop stores are the same way they're just not going to deal with it they'll just sell you whatever you want and and that's fine i don't believe big box pet stores help keep people in this hobby long term the fish they stock can vary drastically in quality and with high turnover there's little staff knowledge you're a hundred percent right paul uh, and then in fact that's what i was just talking about um but again people are going to come into this hobby regardless you know everybody in here knows there's 644,000 people in here watching right now and every single one of you knows that when you made that decision when you saw that first fish there was nothing stopping you at that point you were on a mission and you were going to do what you wanted to do I know I was now when I first encountered arowanas and I said I need one of these fish in my house now. I was broke. <laughs> I was as broke as a 19 year old broke person can be broke. And I wasn't able to take one home that day. If I had the money, I would have. I, I promise you, I would have. I would have walked in the door holding a 29 gallon aquarium with everything inside of it because I don't even think there were starter kits back then. Everything would have been down inside of it, including a bag with an arowana in it. That would have happened in 1993 if I had the money to do it back then. But I didn't, so I had to wait. And I, I want to say it was like a month or so. But I did not stop thinking about getting that fish in my house once until I had it. And you were probably the same way. So... Even if the, the, the staff at a big box pet store is not well-versed in how to do this, which a lot of them are, I'm, I'm telling you right now, I've met a lot of employees at PetSmart and Petco that are amazing. Uh, but if the, even if they did the right thing and they said, nope, not selling you that today, they would just go down to the street to somewhere else and, and buy it at the next place. Or they'd go to Walmart buy the tank, probably cheaper, bring it home, set it up, go back to that same pet store. I got my tank now, I need that fish. I mean, you're gonna find a way to do it. Uh, but Paul, I do not disagree with you. Um, however, people are gonna do what they wanna do, whether the store doesn't have people to help them out in making good decisions. Uh, the fish they stock can vary drastically, that's everywhere. Uh, not just big box pet stores. And normally it's going to be one distributor that's servicing all of those stores anyway. So it's the same fish, blah, blah, blah. I've been over that a hundred times. 
um, and they don't help keep people long term. I agree with that 100%. However, they've got to come in some way, like I was saying. Uh, we got to get them in, and then we got to keep them in. And I don't think PetSmart or Petco, as big of a fan as I am of both of those companies, um, I don't think they really try to keep people in. I think their goal is let's make that sale. And then maybe you're going to have somebody that gets lucky and their fish don't die and they come back once a month to buy fish food and filter cartridges. We're all good. We're making that money. I believe that is the goal of big box pet stores. I know that sounds bad, but I think that's what it is. I'm saving money to get my first tank this summer, getting a 55 gallon tank. This will be my first tank. See, Robert, you're doing it right. Robert Farrell, you're doing it right. But you know what? You're going to make mistakes too, because guess what? There's no such thing as a fish keeper that has not made mistakes. But I'm willing to bet Robert Farrell that if you make those mistakes, or is it Farrell? I don't know. There's two R's, two L's. I don't know how that's pronounced, but Robert, Bobby, you're one of the ones that when you get that first tank, if you do make those mistakes, you're going to realize what the mistake is that you made and you're not going to bail because you've been preparing yourself for this for the longest time and you're going to try to do everything you can do correctly. It might not work out. I hope it does. But if it doesn't, you're going to be like, daggone it. Why didn't I think of that? I shouldn't have done that. That was stupid. Let me correct that problem and move on. That's what people in your position, Bobby, are going to do. Uh, people that buy on impulse, they're like, ah, this wasn't what I thought it was. Uh, let's get back to Johnny Dan's fish. Our Petco section manager thinks beneficial bacteria is on the fish. Yeah, that's a problem. And that's a manager. <laughs> now that everyone almost has a pocket computer on them at all times, the store employees being knowledgeable is less important than it was. But undercutting the mom and pop shops and forcing them to close their doors is not cool. All right. Thank you. This is the time where I would like to uh, call you by your first name. I'm not going to do it because I know you ha have the, the glorious, uh, you know, anonymity on the Internet. Good for you. I wish I did. Uh, I'm going to disagree with you. You've known me a while. You've been to my home twice. We've been to dinner together. Uh, we're friends. We can disagree and I can uh, and, and we can still remain friends. At least I hope um, I'm going to disagree about the undercutting the mom and pop shops. It is true that they buy in such mass volume because they're buying for a thousand stores or however many they have. I don't know if they have that many, but they're buying for their entire fleet of stores where when I buy Fritz complete, I'm buying it for me. When Mark buys it, he's buying it for him. Uh, he's been to that store too, Whips World. Um, he knows how good that store is. You're buying in such small numbers. Even if I ordered 50 bottles of Fritz complete, I'm still a, a small timer compared to what, um, PetSmart and Petco do because they're buying pallets and pallets and pallets and pallets. 
you know, there's probably multiple trucks when they deliver a Fritz order or a Seachem order, multiple trucks full that go to a distribution warehouse and drop it all off there. Um, so they're buying in such mass numbers that they get the, the product cheaper than I do, way cheaper than I do. But all that means is that they make more money on every sale. That doesn't mean that they're selling it for less uh, because our industry, for the most part, not 100% of the manufacturers, but most of the manufacturers have very strict policies on pricing so that you cannot do what you're saying, Whip. Now, there is the, the whole dollar a gallon Petco sale, which we all love. I've bought, I don't even know how many tanks on that sale. That kind of is undercutting, but I could be wrong. I think that the tanks that they sell on that dollar a gallon sale are their own. So they're not undercutting anybody but themselves. Um, and you're, you're entitled to do that. If you make your own product, you can sell it for whatever you want. You, there's nobody that has control over that pricing other than you. Um, so that that's a thing. But none of us, <laughs> none of us are going to complain about the dollar a gallon sale. We all know it's a scam. Huh? I'm not going to get into it. But we all know it's a scam. We all know why they do it. Um, they don't want people like me or people like Lucas Bretz going in and buying 20, 10 gallons at a time. They don't want that. They want the person thinking they're getting a really good deal. And they are a 10 gallon tank for $10. The reason why they do that is because they know they're going to have to buy all the other stuff for it. And so they make their money on the, the sale of all of those other stuff, all that other stuff and the fish and, and all of that kind of stuff. So that's why they do the dollar a gallon sale. Uh, unfortunately, one of the uh, unexpected, or it should be expected by now, but one of the things that they were not anticipating when they started doing that was the weirdos like us that would go in and buy five or six tanks at a time. Got to take the good with the bad. If, it, all right, Westworld, I'm going to tell you a very quick story that is going to be my rebuttal to what you said about shutting the mom and pop shops down. When we had our store, that ended up failing, but it was our fault, not the store's fault. Um, we had we heard rumors, I've told this story before, that a Petco was going to be coming in down the street. And it did. We were closed before it opened, but there was a Petco that opened up down the road. We used to go there all the time. And I had a, a friend, customer come in, uh, David Burl, still a friend of mine to this day. His son orders from us like once a month because his son is a fish keeper. He came in and he said, dude, aren't you pissed that Petco is moving in down the street? And I was like, no, that's great. And he was like, what? How can that be great? It's like a, a, a mom and pop grocery store that Walmart moves in next door to. No, it's not. Because there are so many people that go to those stores. That's where they get started. They get introduced to this hobby. And then they're going to come to me for the real stuff. No, I don't have a problem with that. If a mom and pop pet store fails, it's not because of a Petco or a PetSmart. It's because of them. Period. There are situations where the S hits the fan and no, it's not snails. You know what S means. I'm not willing to make this an R-rated age-restricted video. You know there are 
unfortunate situations that happen and businesses shut down because of it. But it's not usually the mom and pop pet store. I believe, here he goes, but I believe Amazon has a bigger effect on uh, on on shutting down mom and pop stores more than Petco or PetSmart. Because Petco and PetSmart are at least bringing people in for you to work on keeping them. Amazon isn't doing that. Amazon is just selling to anybody, anywhere. It's not Amazon. It's not Jeff Bezos that's selling it. It's some dickhead in his garage that's selling products for way below map pricing because he can. And that is, that's a real thing. I'm not gonna go on the Amazon rant, but that's a real thing. And I am sorry for cursing there, but you get me fired up, Whips World. But you do make good points. However, I do believe that it is the pet store's responsibility to be better than Petco and PetSmart. And that's not hard. It's just not. Because a, a mom and pop pet store is going to be very particular about who they hire. They're going to be very particular about the knowledge that the person has that they're passing on because they have a vested interest in it. They want to make sure their business doesn't go down because some entry level employee, which all employees are perfect, don't or are important, don't get me wrong, but somebody that comes in and as an after school job doesn't lose their business for them. So they're going to be very particular about the way they treat them and the way they train them and they the way they train them to interact with the customers to make sure they're helping the customers, not hurting them. So if uh, if a PetSmart or a Petco shuts down a mom and pop, it's, it's the mom and pop's fault. The mom and pop should actually benefit by a PetSmart or a Petco moving in. I remember when Walmart sold fish. Yeah, that was a fiasco. That was terrible. I think some of them still do. They're rare. But yeah, that was a that was a horrible horrible situation there, and I'm glad that I mean I haven't been in one in a long time that still sells them, um, but I think there are still some that uh, that sell fish. PetSmart near me is surprisingly impressive with how they keep their fish. Whoever runs the fish department must know their stuff. See, there you go, Branton. Thank you. Finally, somebody that's on my side. You didn't say whether you liked it or not, but. Uh, at least we're, we're getting something positive out of it. <laughs> uh, my Secret Santa sent me a KG Tropicals fish food and t-shirt. Look at that. A couple more weeks and it would have been the new shirt. What do you think of that? I don't know if Whips World was here last week when I uh, showed the new design. This one could be trouble. Tony Adams, you're not wrong. The climate of today, the ones that bother me, though, are the ones like the guy that sold me Corey's when I was a newbie trying to find something to help with algae. Yeah, I mean, that's... You didn't say whether that was a big box store or not. It doesn't really matter who it was. You know, we all know if you have an algae problem in your aquarium, uh, a, a Corey cat is going to do very little to remedy that but uh i mean listen so much of this hobby is based on our opinions our experiences maybe the guy 
whoever it was that sold Corey's uh, to you, maybe it worked for him one time. We, we know it didn't. We know that it was a coincidence that he put the Corey's in there and then somehow the algae problem got worked out and he was like, oh, that's Corey's. So for him, he wasn't giving you bad information. I'm not one of those people that tries to justify every mistake people make. People make mistakes. There's a lot of dummies out there, I know. But, you, I, you know, I don't know. I, I'm trying to, trying to be nice to that guy. Not to you, Tony, you're a good, you're a good person. But uh, trying to be nice to the person that sold you Corey's, you know, maybe he had an abundance of them and he just needed to get them out of his store. <laughs> Live plants in every tank, black water displays, tanks, and healthy fish. Oh, that's the, okay, that's the PetSmart near you. Yeah, that is impressive. There's only 622,000 people. Don't be ridiculous. I'm sorry. You know, I was being a little overzealous there and said, uh, what did I say? 644,000? You know, that's what we get on a good day. So, <laughs> John and his big dreams. Poor Lisa, how do you do it? Uh, you don't even want to know. Matt, you don't want to know. You don't, you don't want to know what Lisa did to me yesterday. Lisa broke my heart yesterday. And I had to let her know that she broke my heart. I'm not going to tell you right now because we're talking about big box pet stores. But if you want to know later on in the show bring it back up and I'll tell you how she just broke my heart yesterday. She, she disgraced one of my favorite people on the planet, not Michael Rosenbaum, but someone else that we all love. The only person on uh, planet earth that doesn't love this, this person is my wife and she should be ashamed of herself for the way she talked to me yesterday. <laughs> Uh, the backyard flooded a little bit. Oh, you're talking to Lisa there. You're not even talking to me, Paul. Uh, Dennis, you sent plants out this week, I hope. Expecting them on Saturday. Oh, well, okay. Yeah, we did send them on Monday, but you should not be getting them on Saturday. See, I thought thought things had kind of calmed down. The thing is, plants are going to do a whole lot better than, uh, than fish or snails. Uh, even though fish and snails, the ones that we sell do ship well, but plants are usually way, way better. If you're getting them on Saturday, that means I shipped them. Uh, it's okay, Siri. I don't need you. Uh, that means I shipped them on Monday and you're not getting them till Saturday. Uh, Dennis, let me know if things don't work out. Should be fine, but how you could use it when you get the lights or even get some nice plants. Okay, now we're all talking to each other. Actually, two days your plants got to me in New Jersey. See, there you go. I bought some Tetris from PetSmart and the girl catching the fish was a brute. Some of the fish died from stress even before she bagged them. I was horrified. That's, that's unfortunate, um, Regina, but uh, that could happen anywhere. Where was I? I don't know where I was. I, I was at a pet store uh, before I... It's the only way I know how to say this, so don't be mad at me. I was at a pet store before I grew some balls. And, uh, and I saw someone bagging, like trying to catch fish, and one of the fish jumped out. The employee did one of these things. I don't know how I'm showing up on camera. Digging in the tank, fish jumps out that way, person looks over there sees it on the floor 
and just keeps doing what she was doing. And uh, John of today would be like, I, I would get in trouble because I'd be like, hey, dumb, dumb, ask Lisa. That's exactly what I would say. And I shouldn't say those kind of things, but that's what I would do. And uh, But back then I was just kind of like, hmm, I wonder if she's going to notice. Anyway, there are people that are not good at their jobs uh, everywhere. It's not going to just be limited to big box stores, but that's still unacceptable. I don't care where it happened. Uh, they, they way you keep the new fish keeper is to share the cage tropicals link to YouTube with them. There you go. Yeah, it's true. I mean, that that's, that's our mission. And it always has been is we want to keep people in it. And, uh, it is very true that if, kgtropicals.com wasn't sw swept out from under me. Uh, it was not illegal what it was happened, but it was definitely, uh, definitely, you know, somebody jumped in there and grabbed it under, under my, under, under my, what am I saying here? Didn't realize it had expired. Somebody snatched it up. I know who it is uh, and uh, won't sell it back to me, even though I offered way more than it's worth. So, Truth be told, if that hadn't happened, I would our website would still be cagetropicals.com. But uh, I like keep fishkeeping.com better, even though people like Chattanooga Ed struggle to say it. Fish keeping, keeping, fish keep of the fish, fish, fish with the KG Tropicals keep fishing. Ed can't get it right. I love that guy, but he cannot get our website right. Paul McCarthy. Don't welcome to Fry. Welcome back. He's got the Carl badge, which means he is a, I said McCartney. I didn't mean to say that. McCarthy, he's got the Carl badge. So he's like a rock star. I wonder how many people have the Carl badge. I could actually find out pretty simply. Simply? Where'd it go? Or I could give a, a guess. Oh, it's a lot. It's a, it's, it's a lot of people that have, uh, yeah, I don't know the number, but it's a lot. It's probably 75 people have the Carl badge. You too could have the Carl badge folks. If you only became a member and stayed that way for a very long time, four years, is it four years or is Carl the three-year badge? Zen could tell us. I've been guilty of buying nets, etc. at Walmart. There ain't nothing wrong with that. I mean, listen, we all buy from Walmart. We all buy from Amazon. Uh, for whatever reasons, because they have good prices, because it's convenient, whatever it is. Uh, I am somebody that I, I do order off of Amazon. I will not buy a fish thing off of Amazon, and I will not recommend anyone else do, do either, because... I do believe they're ruining our industry. Um, and it's not Seachem and Extreme and Fritz and Fluval that's that's ruining our industry by being on Amazon. It's the idiots that are trying to be rich, selling Amazon stuff, drop shipping out of their garage and all this nonsense. They're the ones that are ruining it for everybody. And you know what? They don't care. They're not even in our industry. Again, I'm not going to get into it because <laughs> I could do... I, and I think I've done it. I could do the entire hour and a half on my hatred for Amazon. 
Okay. We bought a bala shark from Walmart. Never had someone tell us how big it was to get. Yeah, that's. Listen, the people who sold fish at Walmart were not bad people, but they were bad fish people. Um, I never bought a fish at Walmart. I'm not going to yell at anybody who ever did. It's very easy to do. Once again, that the whole reason why Walmart had fish was for the same reason that Peco does. Somebody's in here. They're already spending money. They see it. They want it. They buy it. And so you didn't have hardcore fish people that were working at Walmart. Maybe there was, but most of them not. It's not just about the people at the store. It's also about the knowledge of the fish keeper and if they are responsible enough to find out what needs to be done. Petco does have info cards on it too. Thank you, Ram419. Thank you. Because that is so true. Look, ain't nobody putting up a good argument right now that PetSmart and Petco are bad for this hobby. I want people to call me bad words. I want people to really go after me on this. I want somebody to try to convince me that I'm wrong when I say they're good about they're good for the hobby. If I've got a friend, a personal friend who I was talking to earlier today about things that I wouldn't normally talk to other people about, um, if he owns the finest fish store on the planet and he is okay with big box pet stores, I think you got to you got to struggle to convince me that I'm wrong. But you know, y'all can try. Give it to me. Try as hard as you can. Uh, but I I agree, Ram 419, 100%. However, the people that are at the store, whether it's at Mark's store or wherever they are, like I said, when they get that tunnel vision, it you're 100% right. It is their responsibility to, the, to do the right thing by the animal. But when you're in that zone, all you're thinking about is, I've got to have that. I want that now. Nothing is going to stand in my way. And so you overlook common sense things. I've done it. We've done it recently. Not recently, a few years ago, where we bought fish we should not have bought. But we did it because we were there. They were cute. We were like, we want these. We bought them. It turned out to be horrible. I mean, it's, it's a really difficult thing not to do. So, okay. If I still had the wallet for every wallet I'd lost, I'd have a lot of wallets. <laughs> was that because Paul said he lost his wallet? Somebody, somebody lost their wallet. I think it was Paul. He had to rejoin. That's why. I got yelled at when I refused to sell a customer a third dog after they had let the first two run loose without training and both got killed running into the street because they didn't believe in leashes. All right, whip. I, I would have taken that ass whooping. I would have taken that firing. I would have taken somebody yelling at me and I'm sure you did if I did what you did and I would have done exactly what you did and I got yelled at for it I would say you know what 
That's one less dead dog. So be mad at me. Beat it. I, that's, a, that's an alive dog. So I did the right thing. Deal with it. So good job. You did the right thing there. Uh, what? There it went again. Oh God! Why does this happen? I this is why I don't like to be in the chat. That that came out wrong. This is why I hate the YouTube chat system because it skips, and then I. Oh, is Lisa talking about Sean Astin? <laughs> I, hey, if y'all are if y'all are talking about it, then I'm gonna talk about it. Cause she hurt my feelings yesterday. Really deeply. I mean, like I almost cried a little. Not gonna lie. Uh, Aiden Parsons, you helped me a lot getting into this hobby, and I'm going strong. Here you go, man. Wow. Well, thank you. All the way from Canada. Thank you so much for that, my friend. Um, I believe Janice Lundberg gifted a membership. Look at that. We're in the giving season. We feel good about giving. Thank you so much for that. Oh, I see what happened. When I was talking about that, Lisa was talking about me being a crybaby. All right, listen, I'm, I'm going to tell you all what happened yesterday because it's nine o'clock and it's okay. We're not done talking about the main topic. So don't go anywhere. We're just going to take a little, we're going to veer off a little bit. I was on the treadmill at the gym. I had done like, I don't know how long on the rowing machine. I was worn out. I was on the, uh, the, the treadmill and Lisa was on the treadmill right next to me. We weren't on the same one. You know, there's multiple. She was on the one next to me and I got an email and guess what the email said? There is a, a, like Comic-Con type thing that happens uh, actually up near Mark's shop. It's about an hour and 15 minutes away from us. Last year, or this year, uh, Tom Welling and Michael Rosenbaum were there and I missed it and I'm really disappointed about that. But uh, I, I joined their like mailing list for next year's show because that's going to be my opportunity to meet those guys if... Uh, if I don't get to meet them in Charlotte before then. But I got an email from that Comic-Con that said, we are announcing our first special guest at Tidewater Comic-Con, whatever it's called. Samwise Gamgee himself, Rudy Rudiger himself, Mike, uh, Mikey Walsh, Walsh himself, Sean Astin is going to be at that event. And I said, oh, Folks, any of you all that are my age, Whip, you know, he's a couple years older than me, but y'all grew up with this man. I mean, if you're my age, you saw Goonies, you saw Rudy, you've of course seen the Lord of the Rings series, because if you haven't, you're just an idiot. If you don't love Sean Astin, I don't know what's wrong with you. And his mom was Patty Duke. Come on. And his dad was John Aston from the Adams family. Give me a break. I love that guy. I'm going to be honest. I don't know if I would go to that event just for him. Don't be mad at me. If it was like a couple of the fellowship was going to be there, like he was going to be there with Orlando Bloom or 
one of the other hobbits or something. Okay, now we're having a conversation. But just him, I don't, maybe not. I don't know. But I saw that when I was on the treadmill and I was like, oh my God, I can't wait to tell Lisa. That's, that's so exciting. She's going to be so happy. And I told her on the way home, and, and I'm going to tell you, I'm not going to say the word because it would be inappropriate and you all would be mad at me. But her response was, nobody gives an F about that guy. That's what she said. I didn't raise my voice. I wanted to but I have a very high level of respect for her and she's not a child. I'm not going to yell at her. I don't yell at kids either, but oh, I sure did want to though. It's one thing to insult Leonardo DiCaprio, but to insult Mikey Walsh, to insult Samwise Gamgee, you should be ashamed of yourself. And I believe that's what I told her. I just got done. It took me like seven days to do it. I just got done. And why it's so funny that this popped up now. I just got done watching all three of the Lord of the Rings series, the extended cuts, which is like 13 hours worth of movies. I didn't watch it all in one sitting. It took me like seven days. And so I was on a Lord of the Rings high, still am. And I, and I saw that and I was like, wow, this is perfect timing one of my top 10 favorite movies of all time is the Goonies. And I would put the Lord of the Rings series as one because it really is one super long movie. I would put all three of those in my top 10 too, maybe even number one, because let's be honest, that's some of the best things that's ever been put on film. Uh, and he is the hero of that series. Come on. How do you not love Samwise Gamgee? Come on. She is a bad person for saying what she said about him. And all you young people, you know him as Bob from Stranger Things. And you all cried when he got died in in Stranger Things, spoiler alert. Uh, I, I got a little sad too, but he was so much more before that. Anyway. <laughs> Some peeps need someone to hold them accountable or they will keep doing the, the wassy wrong versus the hard right. Yeah, I, I think I know. Uh, yeah, you're right. Sure, right. Uh, I understand your Arowana dilemma back in the day. My first job back in 1983 was at a pet store that also had an import slash quarantine. I seen some turquoise discus. I was hooked permanently. These fish do that to us. They grab a hold of us and we can think of nothing else but those fish. And uh, then we make mistakes like I did. If it was Corey Feldman, I'd kind of get it, honestly. Zen, you're just trying to piss me off is what you're doing. Listen, I'm a fan of Corey Feldman, the actor, because again, I'm 49. I grew up watching that guy. But he's lost his damn mind, and you know it. That guy is gone. You see an interview with Sean Astin. Now, he's just such a normal guy. He's like your sweet uncle. He's, he's put on a couple pounds, 
haven't we all? And he just seems like the sweet guy that is just sweet and he, and he's awesome and he played Samwise Gamgee. Corey Feldman is a lunatic and he doesn't have anybody in his life to tell him that he's a lunatic and that's his problem. Are pet lands considered big box pet stores? I'm not familiar with pet lands. Uh, there's none of those around here, so I can't answer that question. Oh no, Lisa shakes head, sigh. I'm not mad, but I'm disappointed. <laughs> if it was never for mistakes, you would never learn. This is true. Red necking it. I like that name. That's true. We all do make mistakes. Um, if you make a mistake over and over and over again because you don't know what you're doing and you... My dog is crying. Uh, and you don't get the information that you need to correct those mistakes that you're making. Um, it's easy to run away from that thing that is making you make all of those mistakes. And this is why we lose so many fish keepers. Um, I don't even know what more to say. <laughs> Pet stores in general are not good at their jobs. Managers hire kids who are only employed because their parents are making them. That's very true. Um, most of the very positive experience experiences that I've had at big box pet stores where I find an employee that is superb at their job. Usually that is a mature adult that is that way. Uh, I don't know how many young people at big box, big box pet stores I've run into that have been exceptional. Good people, nice people, but super knowledgeable. I, I don't know. Most of them that I've run into have been good, you know, adults that know about fish, I'll, you know what I'm saying. Uh, Lisa, apparently Corey Feldman is now in a band. Oh God, don't get me started. I feel sorry for Corey Feldman. Okay, that's, that's what I, he thinks he's Michael Jackson. He thinks he's talented with music. He's not. He's embarrassing himself and he doesn't have anyone to tell him, dude, you're, you're still in your 50s. You're still a good looking man. You're talented in front of a camera. You're not a musician. You're terrible at this. You need to get your head out of your ass. Stop pretending to be Michael Jackson and go back and act. Do you know how good you were in Stand By Me? Come on, go back to that. Stop with this music crap. You're not good at it. If you want to laugh Type in Corey Feldman singing. I, I don't even, he is a disaster. And I don't understand why somebody won't tell him, Corey, you're not good at this. But unfortunately, he lives in the land of make-believe where you can be whatever you want to be. And the dude puts on a concert and nine people show up. That's got to tell you, you're not good at it. And the nine people that show up all have their phones out because they want to film what you're doing so they can, they can make fun of you on social media. Figure it out, dude. 
I was a big, big Corey Feldman, the actor fan. Dream a Little Dream, Lost Boys, The Burbs. Come on, Corey Feldman, Goonies. Corey Feldman was the guy, but he lost his damn mind and nobody's told him to stop it. Got into the hobby <laughs> almost three years ago, thanks to y'all and other good fish tubers. And my fish tank is still going strong today. Planted 40 gallon community tanks. See, there you go. That's what we we love. I've told you this before, Hip Hop Hillbilly. Every single time I see your name, I think of Hip Hop Anonymous. Hip Hop Hip Hop Anonymous. Uh, it's a it's a Big Daddy reference. It's Rob Schneider. Uh, I love that part. But uh, but no, that's good. I mean, you know, that's why we do it. Just like Bill Murray in Zombieland. That's why we do it. I just adopted my first beta. Look, look at this. Hold, please. Let me look. What, what's happening here now? I'm pretty fortunate. The Petco near me is awesome. They're very knowledgeable staff and very friendly. They have four tanks on a sump they use to quarantine sick fish. That blew my mind. The Petco that we had in King George, Virginia, uh, right next door to a Walmart, was also awesome. Um, you know, it, it was it was an exceptional store. Um, the problem they had was that it was a Petco in a small town of 26,000 residents. And we live in a town now that has 4,500, so... Welcome to small town America, but we'll never have a Petco. But uh, because it, it's it's it wasn't the busiest store, like you would go in there and there would just like, where's the employees? Like there's no none to be found. They're not at the register. They're not over here. There'd be like one employee running around that store taking care of, of everyone. There wasn't a whole lot of people in the store. So it was, you know, but still, if you're one person handling a 10,000 square foot store, that's a lot. And so the biggest problem that we had was was getting anybody to help us. But normally we weren't there to to really get any help anyway. But we went there to buy uh, our grandson a fish for his birthday. And, you know, took us a little while to get somebody to get that fish for us. But it was, uh, you know, it was fine. I'm growing plants in the tanks like a month and letting them get settled before adding shrimp and fish or should they, the shrimp and fish be added soon after. All right, I'm going to read that again. I'm sorry. Is growing plants in the tank first like a month and letting them get settled before adding shrimp and fish or should they, the shrimp and fish be added soon after? Um... I have not scrolled down to see if Lisa has answered this question, but I could I could tell you how she will answer that question. She will tell you to allow that tank to come to life a little bit before you put those shrimp in there. Because for us, this bug is driving me nuts. For us, that's been the the path to success with uh, with shrimp. They don't like a pristine, super clean, you know, immaculate art piece of a tank. They like there to be some gnarliness in there. And uh, so 
putting shrimp in there without all of that doesn't necessarily mean you're sending them to their death, but they will be happier if there's a little bit of something going on in there before you, uh, before you put the shrimp in. Uh, Carl is three years. Oh, that's why you keep complaining that you need something after 48 months. My mom, 40, my, my, not my mom, my, my 44 months. That has a nice ring to it. Jeez. It, and, and the thing is steel region, steel rain, steel rain. You probably feel like you signed up as a member two weeks ago and it's been almost four years. Isn't that wild? I paid so much for an eBay Marine land scraper because I couldn't find it online and saw it at Petco for $11. See, there is that. I talked about Amazon people, uh, you know, selling way below map pricing, which is the uh, manufacturer's authorized price and screwing businesses like mine, businesses like local, you know, mom and pop pet stores and stuff like that. They do that on Amazon. Um, but then you also have the other side of that, which is eBay uh, or even Amazon. They will do this where they sell the product for way more than what it should be. And they're just depending on people not realizing what they're doing. You, Carrie Davis, you knew what you were doing. You did what you had to do because you needed that scraper. And that's the only place you could find it. So you were willing to pay that money. But uh, they're hoping when they mark this thing up on Amazon, they're hoping somebody's there. They just see it, pick it up, and they're out the door. Same thing with eBay. They do all of that. It, it, I hate it. I hate it so much. I wish fish stuff could not be sold on either of those sites. Don't call him bad words. Then I have to do real mod work. Who? See, I'm way behind on it. Most of us start at big box stores and then we move on from there. See, there you go, Dwayne. That's what I'm saying. That's what I've been saying. If it weren't for those stores, you wouldn't have people going to the mom and pop pet stores. Now, here's a, a question that I asked Mark. I don't think I asked him on the podcast, um, but I, I think I, him and I talked about this before we started recording. I said, how often do you get somebody that comes into your store completely green, never done anything with aquariums? They, they come in the door and they say, I'm interested in starting my first aquarium. How do I do it? I was expecting him to be like, that's eh, kind of rare because he lives in a very densely populated area. Like there's millions and millions of people up there. I was expecting the routine that I was talking earlier. People go to PetSmart Petco. That's where they start. And then they go to Mark because they're getting serious about it and they go to him afterwards. So I was expecting him to be like, eh, it doesn't happen all that often. But he said every day and multiple times on the weekend. Oh, all right. That, that was a surprise. Um, so, you know, I, I do think more happens at big box pet stores because they're only at Mark's store to see aquarium stuff. It's the people that are buying stuff for their bird, people that are buying stuff for their ferret, their bunny rabbit, their dog, their cat. They see that and they go, huh? I find PetSmart always seems cleaner and better staffed, but I might be partial since I worked there 15 years ago. 
You know what's funny, Lucas? You say that about PetSmart. I would say the, and again, this is, I'm sure, completely based on the area. For us, it's the opposite. The Petcos were always the ones that were like really pristine, really nice and clean, you know. So it's weird. I, I guess it just totally depends on where you are and who they have running the places. <laughs> Cards on fish are wrong, Oster, Oscars especially. <sighs> yeah. Is that Carl? It's too small for my old eyes. No, you still have the angelfish. You're not there yet, Whip. You're not at the Carl level yet. Hey, yo, Lisa and John, Zenny, and so many more. Merry Christmas to all. Been lurking all evening. Great stream, but uh, would have been better. See what you did there with Lisa. I don't agree. I love that woman, and I love when she's on this stream, but uh, I wouldn't have been able to say half the things I've said because she would have been interrupting me all the time, and she would have been talking badly about my guy, Sean Astin, and it would have really upset me, and I, I would have been off my game. I had better luck with the fish I got from Walmart than I did from the mom and pop shop. For whatever reason, I never had success from those places. That is interesting to hear, Dave, because so many people say the opposite. Um, it's interesting to hear that. Um, yeah, that's interesting. <laughs> I'm getting an Oscar tomorrow. Why can't you just spell tomorrow, Annie? Come on. I'm an old man, so so work with me here. Uh, so excited, not sure what to name him. Would a large bristlenose pleco be safe? Yes, I don't know what size your aquarium is. Uh, oh, bristlenose. Mm, if they're big enough, it'd be fine. I do prefer the larger ones like the vampire or the common or royals. Um, a large bristlenose would probably be fine, but also could be not fine but uh not sure what to name him it's always going to be lex that's what i'm going to tell you you should do you should name your fish lex um perhaps cal are we going to just keep going with the superman characters because i can keep going uh but lex cal you're good to go there see here's the thing i have three bikers. I named them Crab, Goyle, and Draco. The first two were Crab and Goyle. Why? Because when people hear, oh, that's Crab and Goyle, most people, even if they're fans of Harry Potter, they're going to hear that and go, oh, that's cute names for those little dinosaur looking things. That one kind of looks like an alligator. That's cute. Crab, Goyle, I get it. Not realizing they're Draco Malfoy's two little cohorts. Um, when I got the third, I didn't plan on having a Draco, but when I had the third, I can't name them Crab, Goyle, and Bo. <laughs> Crab, Goyle, and Jim. It has to be Draco. Like, that fish named himself. So now, anytime anybody looks in that tank, which is rare because nobody ever comes here, and I was to say, yeah, that's Crab, Goyle, and Draco... Now they know it's a Harry Potter reference. That's the problem. You can't name them Ron. You can't name them Harry. You can't name them Hermione, Snape. These are all names that people know. You're a weirdo, childish Harry Potter fan if 
you do that. So be a little more sneaky about it. Lex, that could go a million. There's so many Lexes, so many Lexes. They don't know that it's Lex Luthor. Cal, do they realize Superman's name is Cal? Probably not. They would expect the name would be Clark. They don't know that his name is actually Cal-El. You don't have to go full Cal-El though. You just call him Cal. We named a cat Cal and guess what happened? When Kevin Ullery came and, and adopted that cat with Whip's World, came to my home and took that cat, he kept the name and I love him for it because what a great name for a cat, Cal. So your only choices, Annie, are Lex or Cal. I will accept Snape. But you have to understand it is Snape, not Snipe. S-N-A-P-E. Don't do Snipe. Because then people are going to think, oh, that's a military thing or what? No. Snape. <laughs> Those are all acceptable names. Welcome to North Kakalaki. Paul, don't you know this already? That I despise when people say North Kakalaki? <laughs> Shouldn't you know that about me? I don't know why. That's one of those things that bothers me. But thank you a year and a half later, Paul Sotero. I know you are uh, also uh, a North Kakalaki resident. Uh, have not had. I don't believe I've had the opportunity to meet you yet, have I? I don't think so. I know you're a member of our club. I know Lisa has met you. I don't think I have, but maybe I have and I have a horrible memory. I don't know. How can I tell if a Jack Dempsey fish is a male or a female? In my experience, the males are smaller, and the only way you're really going to know is if the two of them are next to each other. I cannot look at a Jack Dempsey and say that's a male or that's a female. I'm sure there's a lot of people that can. I'm not one of them. Uh, so if there's a pair, one's really big and the other's not, then you you pretty much know. Uh, but then again, I could be wrong about everything, because I usually am wrong about most things. <laughs> Petco and PetSmart near me sell Buse and somewhat rare Crips and Anubius and overpriced near Cardinia. They are not overpriced if people are willing to pay that much for them. See, that's the thing. And I'm not trying to argue with you here, green tea. Uh, not a fan of green tea myself. I just like the hard stuff. Uh, there's no such thing as a fish being overpriced or somebody charging too much money or a shrimp uh, because fish are living things and their price is set based on what somebody's willing to pay for it. Uh, might be more expensive than the guy down the road, but somebody walks in there and they see those Neos and they say, I like those shrimp. I want them. I'm willing to pay $8 a piece. They're not getting ripped off. Just like somebody could buy a... Two years ago, you could have bought a Lamborghini Countach. No, I was never looking at them to buy one. Come on, who do you think I am? I wish, but you could have bought one for like 90 grand two years ago. Try to find one now that's under a half a mil and I'll give you a dollar. I mean, why? Because people are willing to pay that much. That's just how it works. It sucks. But... Uh, PetSmart has no business selling them for that much, but still, you know what I'm saying. Uh, 
I'd shop at mom and pop shops if they existed in my area, but never giving up my favorite Petco store. I don't know why I pronounced it store. I'd trade you a few other box stores for a popsicle stick. Yeah. I mean, that's the thing. And, and it's, it's weird. Mom and pop pet stores are not as common as they used to be. Uh, I remember when I lived in Stafford, Virginia, and I had probably 10 fish stores within 30 minutes. And then it was nine, and then it was eight, and then it was... And, and now, you know, I mean, I live out in the middle of nowhere now, so there, you really can't use me as an example now. But even when Lisa and I lived in King George, Virginia, which is, you know, it's a thoroughfare. A lot of people passing through there, you would expect there to be, a uh, you know, stuff like that. We had to drive an hour, hour and 15 minutes to get to a mom and pop pet store where I was at. So it's it's unfortunate, but they are becoming more rare, which is why I'm so impressed when I see a store that is the way Mark's store is. Y'all think I'm saying this because he's my friend. I was saying these things before he was my friend. I mean, it, it is, we've become friends since then, but I've been saying it since the first time I went in there. This is the nicest store I've ever been into. And that was still when I didn't know if Mark and I were gonna be friends. Cause when we first met, it was a little shaky. But, uh, you know, when you see a store like that, that is just exceptional from the staff to what they have in their store and the way the store is kept, you have to cherish that because <laughs> they don't come around all that often. Have you ever considered getting a different variety of Oscar, such as Longfend or the Gold or Blueberry? I got to be honest, I've never seen a blueberry. Uh, that sounds really cool. I, I, okay, if a blueberry, I automatically assume we're talking about a fish that is like sky blue and a little white. If they stayed that way, I'd be all over it. And the, uh, like the lemon Oscars, lemon Oscars are awesome until they get to be about four inches. And then they just turn into kind of a drab gray. Still a beautiful fish. I love all Oscars. Uh, but they just, they don't stay that vibrant, beautiful blue. My three have striking colors. If you've seen, and I show him in so many of my videos, including last Sunday, I showed him a couple times. My albino tiger Oscar is the whitest Oscar I've ever seen. I mean... I don't know. I don't even know why I'm talking about that, but that's what I like is, is yeah, they're the traditional colors, but they're bold and striking. My tiger is dark black and all right, maybe not black, but a dark gray and bright red. My red has really good coloring on it. It would be so disappointing to raise a, a lemon Oscar. It wouldn't take long because they grow so fast and then it just turns into kind of a gray thing. Maybe they've perfected them by now and they keep their colors. I don't know. But I got to be honest, Dave D, not a fan of the long fin. Doesn't mean they're bad fish. Doesn't mean you shouldn't like them. It just means I'm not a fan. I just don't think it looks right. That's just my opinion. I don't, I don't think they look right at all. 
Okay, Paul, we have not met. I'm sure we'll run into each other in Raleigh. I got volunteered to help run the vendor room. Oh, yeah, we'll definitely be there for that. Um, yeah, I didn't think I met a lot of people that night, uh, the the meeting that I went to, but I, I didn't think one of them was you. I was pretty, pretty confident of that. Zen Ginger chimes in and she's not yelling at me. My local fish store is literally a hole in the wall, garbage building in an industrial complex and out is so good. Has great stock and always packed. It really does depend on the owner slash staff. I agree. Store doesn't have to be pretty. But that's why it makes it so impressive when you go into a store and it is pretty. Two nicest fish stores I've ever been into in my life is Aquariums Unlimited. I think I've made that very clear. And uh, um, Fish Gallery in Dallas, Texas. Wow. That place, it is a very close second to Aquariums Unlimited. Aquariums Unlimited has more and it's more spread out. Um, Dallas North, not Dallas North, uh, Fish Gallery is a, a little bit smaller than Aquariums Unlimited, especially now. Aquariums Unlimited is 10,000 square feet if you include the, the reptile side, but. Um, but it's so nice. The uh, fish gallery is so gorgeous. From the white stands to the 20 foot wide tank in the back, uh, just a spectacle. I love that place so much. And when you, when you see one that is kept up that well and it's set up that well, and you know how much all this stuff costs, it's just so impressive to me. Uh, to not only do it, but to keep it that way is incredibly impressive. The best local fish store in my area is in an industrial supplies area. Yeah, you know what? I, I'm surprised pet store, more pet stores don't do that. Um, for an example, I, I'm not going to talk about it here. But like I said, Mark and I are friends. Um, he pays a lot of money for the store that he's in. And it's a beautiful, it's a beautiful location. It's a beautiful store. It's a corner unit. It's... He's got windows on two sides. I mean, it's great. It is a beautiful location. And the, there's like 40,000 people that drive by there. So people happening upon your store is a very valuable thing. But most fish people will go wherever the store is. It doesn't matter if it's in a you know garage that's behind that place and you got to go down the alley and go there. We'll go there. We don't care where we have to go to get to it. Uh, a, a fish store in an industrial park is not a bad thing. The, the industrial park might be bad, but once you go through those doors, ah, you're in a beautiful place. It surprises me. And they are so much cheaper. The buildings themselves to rent are, are drastically cheaper than a retail place. Especially, you know, you go to a retail strip mall that's anchored by a very busy grocery store and a busy gym. They, it, it, whoa, it costs so much money to have one of those stores. And, you know, a, a 10,000 square foot warehouse would probably be one fifth the cost of, of what that is. So it surprises me. I, I think that a lot of fish store owners get caught up in location 
and I'm not going to argue that it's very smart to have your store in a good location, but in this kind of a hobby, it doesn't have to be. It doesn't have to be convenient. We had someone drive from Maine to come to our store. They were just passing through, but still. We had people drive for hours and hours and hours to get to our store when we had it, and that's just how it works. When we were in Aquariums Unlimited, there was a guy that saw us talking about the store and we did a video about it. He drove from New York to Virginia Beach to go to that store. What did they say in Field of Dreams? If you build it, they will come. It, and they're, they're not going to say, oh, I'm not going there because it's in an, in an industrial park. Doesn't Houston have a fish gallery? I think they there's uh, several in the state of Texas. Uh, I think there's I think there might even be two in Dallas because Dallas is so big. I'm not certain of that. Um, the one that we went to was 10 minutes from the market hall where Aquashella was. Uh, so that's why they did it there. But I've, I've heard that every uh, fish gallery is really nice. And I've heard there's one nicer than the one that I've been to. Um, and if it is, I'd like to see it because, whoa, I remember having to decide between going there or 360 when I was in Houston. 360. What's 360? I don't know what that is. How am I supposed to know what that is? Our Petco has more variety betas and they're really healthy. PetSmart has more variety of fish, but not very much betas. Yeah, that's weird. Uh, I forgot to get to these. Elizabeth Welch is a name we haven't seen in here for a while. Uh, Merry Christmas and happy holidays to you too. Elizabeth, thank you so much for that. Uh, Janice Lundberg gifted a membership. I think I already said that. Aiden Parsons, I already said that one too. From Canada, we know that guy. Hip, Hip Hop Anonymous, I already said that one too. Maybe I am caught up. Uh, Andrew Moore, I love my local pet code. The crew works there is amazing the guy that runs the mom and pop store has awful attitude can't stand him merry christmas there is nothing more disappointing than going into a mom and pop pet store and the owner is a jerk i've been there and it's terrible uh nick kelly with the ten dollar super chat says hi thanks for coming by nick 15 minutes ago sorry it took me so long to say that Listen, folks, it's already 9.36. I've had a lot of fun tonight. This has been a good time. Got to vent a little bit about my wife angering me and hurting my feelings about Samwise Ganji. How dare she talk like that? Uh, Y'all don't know how funny that is, what I just said. Uh, yeah, that was that was terrible. I, I started to question our marriage when she said nobody gives an F about Sean Astin. I, I think that was a horrible thing that she said, and I think that she lost sleep last night because she realized she was a horrible person for saying that. Uh, but no, I'm joking. She did say that, and it was horrible, and it hurt my feelings, but she's certainly not a horrible person. She's just a good person that said a horrible thing. But uh, <laughs> this has been a lot of fun. Uh, she's. Uh, I'm trying to drag this out as long as I possibly can because she's probably going to yell at me when I... Uh, when I come out of this room, because she's going to be upset that I've said so many horrible things. But listen, when you talk that that way, when that poop comes out of your mouth, speaking about an icon of my generation, 
I just think there's no excuse for that. Goonies, 51st Dates, Rudy, The Lord of the Rings Trilogy, Stranger Things. I mean, come on. You just, that, that's, that, that puts you at icon status. Both of your parents were mega superstars. I grew up watching the Adams Family. I don't know anything about Patty Duke, but I mean, you can't, you can't talk about that guy. It's not fair. But anyway, folks, this has been a lot of fun. I have enjoyed myself. Uh, I want everyone that's watching tonight to have a wonderful Christmas. I'm not afraid to say Merry Christmas to you. I'm not going to do something stupid and say Happy Holidays. I don't care if you celebrate Christmas or not. I'm still going to say Merry Christmas because this is a wonderful time of year. We're getting together with family two weekends in a row. And, and that's a beautiful thing. I, I can't wait for that. Uh, Whips World $3. Thank you so much, my friend. See, yeah, he's trying to make me feel better because he knows my marriage is in jeopardy. <laughs> uh, but no, this, I, I want you all to have a wonderful Christmas. Don't eat too much. Uh, enjoy giving more than receiving. And, uh, and, and that's that. Uh, we will see everyone next Thursday. I'm assuming both of us would be uh, on it. But, you know, with the way this baby is procrastinating about coming out, she might be in Virginia next Thursday. And you might have to deal with me again all uh, for the whole stream. I don't know. We'll see what happens there. But everyone have a Merry Christmas. This has been a lot of fun. Thanks for hanging out with me. Don't forget, Michael Rosenbaum is the best Lex Luthor to ever be put on film. And with that said, I am going to say goodbye, and we'll see you next week. Merry Christmas.